Let's welcome tonight's guests. When it comes to protecting women's sports, no one has bigger balls. Former NCAA's Twitter and advisor for independent women's voice, Riley Gaines. Now even Kathy Hochul wishes he'd won. Former New York Congressman Lee Zeldin. She just flew back from Texas, and boy, is this joke tired. New York Times bestselling author and Fox News contributor, Kat Tip. And he retired from wrestling, but for an extra 10 bucks, he'll still hit you with a folding chair. New York Times bestselling author, comedian, and former NWA world champion, Irish. A candidate engaged in smut, but I say, so what? But has her career been eclipsed by her X-rated clips? A Democratic nurse practitioner, aren't they all, running for office in Virginia is embroiled in a sex scandal after a pornographic webcam videos she filmed with her husband were leaked. Still, though, some Democrats were relieved to hear about a leak that didn't involve Hunter's laptop or Joe's bladder. According to the Washington Post, Susanna Gibson hosted more than a dozen live sex shows with her hubby on a website called Chatterbait, which I assume is an online forum for fishermen. It is. Thank you. She <laughs> reportedly asked her online fans for tips in exchange for private shows, adding that she was raising money for a good cause. Well, thank goodness Jerry Lewis didn't try that. R.I.P. In another video, she also reportedly said she and her husband tried swapping, but he, quote, doesn't like to share. So are you sure she didn't marry a Republican? <laughs> Gibson has since lawyered up. She told the Washington Post she won't be intimidated or silenced, although according to the videos, there is one way to get her to stop talking. <laughs> She blames her political opponents and the Republican allies for this leak, which she called a sex crime. Republicans are so outraged, they want to see the videos over and over and over <laughs> to make sure they're real. I, for one, support Susanna and her husband. It's not like they're cheating on each other. They're monetizing their matrimony. And it's kind of refreshing to find a scandal that involves having sex with your spouse. <laughs> For some reason, just the idea of having sex with your husband can be terrifying. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Lee, you told me you wanted to do this story. <laughs> um, would a webcam sex scandal have made you more popular among New York voters in your bid for governor? <laughs> I, would, I would say no. Really? <laughs> I would disagree. Yo, uh, I think it was Confucius. I don't remember, but it was something about a, a candidate who screws their spouse on camera for cash will screw constituents off camera for cash. Mm. I, I don't know if it's a good thing. Maybe Kat, you know, sees it a little bit differently. But I, I think that this is, uh, you know, this, this is not a good thing for a candidate. Now, now, interestingly enough, and I don't know if I would call this um, admirable, but maybe interesting, is that somebody who is willing to swap with their spouse mm -hmm. maybe is someone who potentially can be more bipartisan? Uh, 
They're showing a willingness. That's what I'm saying. To yes. Reach across the aisle and make new relationships. Reach around the aisle. <laughs> Over it, under it, across it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know what? You did all right on this. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, what do you say about this? You know what's amazing to me is that this married couple has kids, and they, I just feel more boring than ever, right? Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, no, I mean, I, I got. Uh, who cares? I mean, you've got one life to live. If you want to live it kinky, go ahead. Mm. I can't believe that this uh, this doesn't bother me at all. Who cares that her and her husband do this? Go ahead and do this. The stuff about her that bothers me is more along the lines of like, oh, she wants more gun control laws. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that affects other people. That's if you want to go ahead and do that, then like, looks like she's having a good time, so. No, it's a good point. You know, <laughs> this is overshadowing the, her. I don't even know what her stance is on it. I don't know her positions. <laughs> um, I, I'm glad. I lost you. <laughs> Whoa, oh man, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. I didn't even see that one. Coming, but it was well, good. Gutfeld. No, stop, dirty minds. He's not informed, okay? I happen to know all okay. her positions. Okay. <laughs> She's on all fours for everything. She just wants <laughs> to bring everything together. It doesn't have to be missionary sometimes, you know? And sometimes you just gotta cowboy up and just get those, get those things in there. <laughs> Votes and, and yes. laws. Yes. Disgusting. Right, yeah, I'm I know. Sorry. I'm telling it's you. It's his birthday and you besmirch him with your filth. Yeah. What but is happening? Listen, if you want to do stuff with your, your husband or wife and put it on video, listen, that's your funeral. That's, yeah. that's not nice. This will be fun in a divorce. But we've gotten to a point where most people are just happy that it was a husband and wife and normalized because if you want to start going there, We've got a cast of characters in the current administration mm -hmm. that I think we'd be much happier if they were doing with somebody had vows with mm -hmm. and putting on video with some of the stuff we're seeing. Like, you can't even have your luggage at the airport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've yeah. got some really <laughs> wild, weird stuff going on. We have, we have principals who, who have been arrested for child pornography. Like, we have all kinds of stuff going on. This is almost refreshing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's refreshing. It didn't hurt anybody else except the person who overtipped. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, Riley, I think you're, you're 23, right? I am. So I apologize. Uh, I just I... want to know what the good cause is. <laughs> yeah. like, what's the good cause? The exactly. betterment of our Constitution. <laughs> Do you have any feelings, thoughts, or uh, cares about this? Maybe. <laughs> I have not been exposed to this long enough, but to hear this is refreshing, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, <laughs> this is... Um, it's an ugly world out there. Oh, my gosh, I'm realizing very quickly. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Keith Olbermann. Um, yeah, I... I um, this is... It's a slap in the face to so many, and I think, most importantly, the matrimony of what marriage is, <laughs> in my perspective. Um, I think it's a good look for women, though, because her sex scandal, again, was with their own husband. Yeah, that's, I mean, and, and Tyrus is right. So many gross things are going on right now. And you talk about Sam Brinton stealing luggage. You got Hunter Biden. You got, there's two other people I can't mention because I live with them. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's the lesser of two things. But listen, everyone has a little something, and it seems like it's all coming out of their closet. And to be, women on this one, they get it right. They have scandals with their husband. Yeah. Men have scandals with other yeah. 
things and stuff. Yes, you know, like you're, Anthony Weiner. And bodies end up pulled out of a, yeah. yeah. Or you, bodies end up in a car in the bottom of a lake. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. women don't, well, it happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess we should, uh, do you want me to go? Okay, cool, just let me know. Up next, are you a racist jerk if crime makes you berserk? All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everything is racist. Today on Everything is Racist, Oakland's woke district attorney, Pamela Price, is accusing her fellow residents of racism for expressing outrage about the city's crime problem. So if you complain about crime, you're a racist. What's that make the victims of crime? Super racist? It's kind of amazing in 2023 that hating crime is now a hate crime. Meanwhile, in Portland, Nike is permanently closing one of its flagship stores due to rampant theft. And that's after Nike offered to pay off-duty cops to provide security, which the city couldn't provide because it didn't have enough officers on staff. So Nike finally said, just screw it. <laughs> so Tyrus, isn't... Isn't it racist to assume that being critical of crime is being critical of blacks? Yeah. And she assumes, I guess, there are no black victims. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more upset. So when Nike first came out, and I was in college at the time, well, it was out for a while, but there was one store. We played Portland State. And you didn't even care about who you were playing. Yes. You were going to Nike headquarters. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal. And you'd go in there, and you get all kinds of cool gifts and stuff. And now it had to close down. Like, that is where we're at. It used to be a place where people would literally take trips to want to say they walked into the official Nike store. And now that it's just that's where we're at. It's the drives me crazy. And yeah, if you say, if I say, hey, you arresting people for crimes is racist, I'm assuming that everyone who's getting arrested is a minority. Yeah. Which it. makes me racist. Yeah. Like that's that's the, the worst thing you could say. That's yeah. like it's like every time something goes wrong, I bet a man did it. Yeah. You know, it's like that. That type of mindset, they just say things. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Just anything that's not part of their narrative, they want to get rid of police. Mm -hmm. They want social workers to come in and help you. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But until it happens to her. Yeah. Because when it happens to her, then all of a sudden it's going to be, we're the police, and we've got to get these people off the street. Mm -hmm. And might even use rape, racial epithets mm -hmm. to describe the criminals that robbed her. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this, Riley. We, and I, I'm going to predict this, that there will be a time when people say pressing charges. Like, let's say you're the victim and mugged. You were mugged. Somebody's going to say pressing charges against the person that mugged you is racist. Well, think back to that incident I had in San, San Francisco. Yeah. Where I literally was ambush. Mm. I was mobbed. I was held for ransom for over, I mean, almost four hours, these protesters held me hostage mm -hmm. with the, the officers in the room with me. The officers were being held hostage. And I'm looking at the officers, you know, what is going on? And they told me mm -hmm. they couldn't be seen as anything other than an ally to that community. They were scared. They were scared to do their own job. Oh, that's pathetic. Even the next day, the vice president of student affairs, Dr. Jamila Moore right. um, at San Francisco State University, sent an email out to their student body. Again, keep in mind, they literally demanded that I paid them money if I wanted to make it home to see my family safe again. I was physically hit, all the things. The vice president of student affairs sent an email out to their student body saying, you know, we're so proud 
word for word, we're so proud of our brave students. We applaud them for handling Riley Gaines in the manner that they did. So it is happening. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's mind blowing. That was my first kind of like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Of course you hear things, the justice system is messed up, but I was so appalled. And a few weeks ago I went to Portland, Oregon and I have never in my life seen a city so run down the rampant, I mean, people looked like zombies. They were bent over, they looked paralyzed, I'm assuming from the drugs. Again, I'm young here, I'm not that exposed, I don't know. Hang on um, after the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, I, I think we, sir, I mean, again, think of Thomas. We, in that situation where we were victims, uh, I wholeheartedly believe we were victims of sexual assault by being exposed to a fully intact naked male where we did not give consent. Mm -hmm. um, we, we are being called bigots. We are being called Amen, yeah. all of the things um, making us, they're, they're trying to deem us as the oppressors, not the oppressed or the victims. Kat, you're gonna be in Portland this weekend. Yeah. Do you wanna borrow my body armor? No, I'll be good. Um, how, about my, how about my body spray? <laughs> would you stop asking me that? <laughs> um, so yeah, Nike, here's the thing. So. It turns out that if you want your business to be open, you people have to like buy the stuff. You yeah. can't just take yeah, the stuff. Yeah, yes. Like I don't have an MBA, but I think that a very important part of any business model is that it has to be one. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I am doing a show in Portland on Sunday. I'm bringing Kennedy. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the best time. Everyone's going to have a great time. But you do need a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can't go. You can't come in. And, <laughs> they can't come in and steal cat <laughs> Yeah, you can't steal me. <laughs> You're worth more than $900. Real, thank you. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I think that is. <laughs> it is. It'll be edited out. Yeah. Uh, Lee, this is how you. This is how you actually. They found a way to end society. That the things you need to preserve society would be, be perceived as an injustice. Therefore, you can no longer survive as a society. New York is the only state in the entire country where a judge can't weigh dangerousness in setting bail. So Eric Adams as the mayor of New York City called on Democrats up in Albany to overhaul cashless bail to give judges discretion to weigh dangerousness. Danny O'Donnell, Rosie's brother, mm -hmm. who is an assemblyman in Manhattan, a white liberal Manhattan Democrat, said dangerousness is code for black, implying that the black mayor was being racist. <laughs> when I was campaigning for governor last year, I was advocating for Alvin Bragg to go. I was criticizing his day one memo where he said he was gonna refuse to enforce laws. They said, that makes me a racist. Mm -hmm. We should overhaul cashless bail. We should fire rogue district attorneys who refuse to enforce the law. You're saying that as a dog whistle because you're a racist. No, it's because law-abiding New Yorkers are fed up that the streets are being turned over, that we don't have the backs of our men and women in law enforcement, that we are passing these pro-criminal laws up in Albany. It's on the merit that we care about the future of our community, our city, our state, our country, and we're passionately fighting for it. It has nothing at all to do with the color of the guy's skin. I don't give a crap. Mm -hmm. What color his skin is, what his religion is, whether he's male, female, trans, it doesn't matter. What we care about is keeping people safe. All the left has left is just calling us a racist. Well said, Lee Zeldin. We are out of time. Thank you, Riley Gaines, Lee Zeldin, Tim Tars, studio audience, Fox News at night with Dreamy Trace Gallagher. Next time, Greg Gunnell. I love you, America. Listen ad free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad free on the Amazon Music app.